You are listening to Mommying While Muslim Podcast, where hosts Uzma and Zeba share their personal stories of mommying in a post-9-11 world. This podcast is designed with the Muslim American mom in mind, so grab a cup of coffee and pull up to their table. Welcome to another episode of Mommy One Muslim Podcast with your co-hosts Zeba Hassan and Uzma Jafri. This is Uzma. Assalamualaikum, everyone. And this is Zeba Hassan. Assalamualaikum. We want to introduce Sarah today. She is visiting us from the Family and Youth Institute, um, and we thought that her resources in particular, her organization's resources are so important for moms. Like, we've used them. We want you to check them out, too. Um, so, I'm, we're going to give a warm welcome to Sada today. Thank you so much for joining us, Sada. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, so my name is Sarah Beloved. Uh, I've been with the FYI um, for uh, four and a half years. Um, and I, I actually was introduced to the organization um, because I um, I was I was working in the D.C. area, actually, and I was, try- I was working in youth development. And I saw this... Um, what it was it was a workshop uh called mentoring muslim youth and i i was interested i was kind of um i was intrigued and i was also really uh i kind of went into the workshop with a like a very critical eye and kind of like um you know this is the, this is like my educational background this is my professional background what like what do they actually know um and and like, what are they going to be teaching me? Yeah, right? not, like, not, you go in there and be like, what, how, how could you possibly like, be teaching exactly. me? Exactly. Or not me personally, but like, just like what I, I, I had like a healthy, um, skepticism for like what Muslim organizations put together, unfortunately. Um, I yeah. like that healthy yeah. skepticism. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> That's awesome. and so I went, I went in with like, you know, kind of like my little red, red pen, you know, ready to like edit and, and, and like critique, um, pretty heavily. And it was a two day workshop. It was really intense. It was, it was two days, six hours each day. Um, and I was blown away. I was, I was, by the time I finished, um, the training, I, I was not only, you know, impressed by the material, um, impressed by the speakers. I was also like overjoyed that this existed. I was over, I was proud. Like I was proud for like the, you know, the many American Muslim communities that this existed. And, and I immediately went up to, um, I immediately emailed them and I was like, how do I, how do I, how do I get involved? (laughs) Um, and, and, uh, sooner, you know, I I was, I was already kind of transitioning where I was working and starting a a graduate program and, um, a part-time opportunity start like opened up. And, um, one of my friends kind of alerted me to it, uh, as I was in grad school and, and I was like, yes, sign me up. Um, so that's kind of the history of how I, started working with the FYI. Now, I'm curious, at the time, did you have kids? No, I did not. Oh, okay. So this was even before kids. And you realized just as Muslim youth, how important this was for us. Yeah. So, so my educational background, I, I did a, a, did my undergrad at UW-Madison in um, uh, human development and family studies. And then my work in DC was all nonprofit work in youth development, not specifically with the Muslim community. Um, so the working with the FYI was my first like um, actual like 
professional move into the American Muslim community. But um, but all, all of my like previous work and all of my volunteer work and all of my like everything was was in youth development. Um, and now, do you have kids? I do. I um, I just actually had a baby in March. Oh, oh congratulations! congratulations. That's you. so fun. Exactly. So my question to you, Sarah, Sarah, is like now that you are a mom, mm-hmm. it are is working with FYI has that become more personal to you? Have you changed your viewpoint, or do you, or is it the same? Um, honestly, working with FYI, like leading up to having having a baby, um, has been wonderful. I feel like it's been my, you know, four years of training to become a parent, honestly. <laughs> um, really? Wow. That's actually great. Yeah. So, so one of the, I think. That makes me feel really bad. Like I have so much catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it was really helpful, honestly. And it's also what, what, what I think is the most helpful um, is because of my work with the FYI, I, I, it's, it's not necessarily that, you know, the FYI has all the answers, but I know exactly where to look. Um, because of my yeah. work with the FYI. And I know what resources are going to be um, good ones versus, you know, popular culture, uh, you know, kind of the trend of the day, you know, this is the new parenting thing to do. Um, and then being able to discern uh, between between different resources, between different articles and infographics and posts and things that are out there. I mean, there's a billion and one um, mommy, you know, uh, groups on Facebook and, 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 and resources out there and Instagram, you know, <laughs> handles, um, and being able to kind of discern. Um, so, so, so one of the things is like the FYI has a, a daily article share. And, and if you're on, yes. you know, if you're on the listserv, like, uh, each, each day of the week is a different kind of, is a different theme. And, um, uh, one of the, I, I, you know, I remember right before becoming, right before, um, my baby was born, uh, like, I was putting, I was putting together the, the, you know, the emails and one of the emails was, you know, um, how your marriage, something like how your marriage changes after children. And I was like, Oh, I should read this. Um, or this week's one that says, do you trust your teenagers? I'm like, no, I do not trust them. Let me (laughs) click on this link and see what they have to say about this. No, it's, it's an amazing resource for our community. Yeah. And, and there's just, and you know, one of the, one of the things, you know, that we're, that we're trying to do is really expand our, um, our audience members horizons. So for example, you might not like I was not a parent until this year, but all of these parenting articles were, you know, were interesting to me. One because of my like professional background, but two, you know, because I was hoping to at some point become a parent. And like the marriage articles are are um, aspirational, you know, for for anybody. If you're not married, it's not like it doesn't apply to you, right? It it really teaches right. you about relationships in general. And, you know, our mental health and well-being articles, like, obviously apply, even if you don't think, like, you know, um, an article or an infographic on PTSD applies to you, you don't know who you're going to be interacting with, you know, in your in your workplace or in, in you know, your kids, um, your kids, parent, teacher uh, conference, you know, like, you don't know the different, the different um, people you're going to be interacting with and if this, if this information will be useful for you tomorrow. Um, so I, I, I have, I have loved the, um, I love like reading all of the articles and then also putting them out and like knowing that inshallah, like they're affecting somebody's life in a positive way. 
So the one that you mentioned, marriage. So the one, the first introduction that I had with the FYI is, I was invited to a marriage workshop at a friend's home, where I didn't get to go, but I remember, you know, looking into it, being like, "Wow, this is an amazing thing!" Like. Uh, somebody from your team, I believe, came to the house, and I got some of the notes after the fact. But do you want to talk a little bit to our audience about these workshops that you guys offer for people, including marriage workshops? And I know you do a lot of youth ones as well. Yeah, so uh, we have we have four focus areas as an organization. So um, so it's parenting, marriage, youth development, and mental health. Um, and we have workshops. Um, in in each of these four categories. And we have like resources in general in each of these four categories, but those are our four main focus areas. And so, um, yes, we have have workshops that we offer. Um, We have a speakers team of uh, 12 people and they're located all over the um, all over the United States. And so, um, we have like a, a really kind of broad base as far as, as far as regions go, but also we have a broad base as far as like people, um, trained in the specific curriculums that they are themselves an expert in. So not all of our speakers give all of our workshops, right? We have, we have our mental health professionals and our mental health researchers who work specifically in, on developing the mental health curriculum, um, and giving the mental health workshops. And so, um, that's just one example. Um, but yes, so we have, we have a, we have a a whole series of marriage, uh, strengthening workshops, but we also have, um, a a marriage prep workshop, um, that, that's a really, oh yeah. And that one, that one we've given a, a number of times actually in the, in the DMV area. Um, and we'll in we're in the works of actually setting another one up. So I'll let you guys know. When so is it, is it kind of like premarital counseling for lack of a better phrase? Yeah, not counseling because that's a specific thing, but it is, it's a six hour in, intensive, like, like what, it's not only like what, what should you look for in a spouse, which is, which we do get to, but the first part of it is really what, who do you need to be to be ready to be married? Um, exactly. That's very important. I tell my kids so that all the time. Very cool. Yeah. So, so the, so there's a lot of like personal development, um, and, and kind of like building yourself up to like, to, to be a marriageable partner. And then there's also, we go into, so, so it's, it's, it's a very long uh, workshop, right? So we have the ability to kind of go really in depth. Um, we do get to like what you should be looking for. We get to kind of how to involve the family and like troubleshooting family issues. We also get to kind of like, what are red flags to look for, um, as you're, as you're developing a relationship with a person. And, and we, we do, talk about like domestic violence and like and triggers and things that things that you ought to be like looking out for um um, before you commit to a relationship that's so important man like we so needed these resources like 30 years ago too so that's interesting because um 30 years ago you know or 20 25 30 years ago was actually when the kind of the sparks that built fyi you know developed and and and, um, i don't know if you're familiar with dr samira she's the founder and director of the organization and so she she worked heavily in the american muslim community with with both um, the Muslim American Society and, and, and MSA National. And she was seeing all of these things and realizing there was no resources. There was nothing specifically mm-hmm. built um, for for our context. Um, you know, the, the resources that were out there were good, but they weren't great. Um, and, and it was yeah. kind of this, you know, this became, you know, 30 years later, the... Um, 
the reality to, to the dream that she had. And like FYI in particular is celebrating an important milestone this year, right? Yeah. So we are, um, so we were incorporated, uh, in, um, way back 10 years ago in 2009 and at the end of 2009. So this year we're actually celebrating our 10 year uh, anniversary. Um, and we are, we're feeling really, alhamdulillah, really blessed and, um, just looking back on, on the legacy and, and, and the, the, all the work, <laughs> all the work that, that, you know, that, that has um, gone into building this and actually seeing it in its current, um, in its current state, it's a really, it's a profound and, and really moving thing. What kind of free resources do you have? I mean, we've gone to the website mm-hmm. and used the website a lot, but for, you know, somebody who's never been on FYI.org, what would you um, explain to them? Like, where are all these free resources and like and you've helped they? develop it so you know where everything is? Like, where would, you know, the average Muslim American mom um, go on the website to, to access these free resources that you have? Sure. So, so I'll talk a little bit about the resources. Um, so, we have a, a wide range, and again, it's those four focus areas, marriage, parenting, mental health, and youth development, right? And um, we have, re- all of them are research-based. Some of them are based on research that our, our actual team of researchers has done over the years. Some of it is um, using kind of peer-reviewed research um, from, you know, from within the same subject areas. And, and so, for example, we take the research and we translate it, because not everybody's out there trying to read um, you know, research based medicine, yeah. you know, as, as, as yeah. a way to like decide on a, on a, on a, like how to raise their child. Um, but what we're trying to do is make that information really accessible, right? So we've, we've developed, we've distilled it down to, to an infographic, or if you want something a little bit more, um, more meaty, we have like, we have little short, short little videos that have like a 10 steps to, or seven ideas or, you know, five, five ways to kind of, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, right, and so um, so we have we have videos, we have infographics, we have more um, uh, we have more extensive research reports and bulletins, um, and then we also offer the workshops and the, um, the the lectures that I was talking about, in addition to the daily article share, and all of those all of that information can be found on our website. If you click on the, um, the education dropdown, you'll see toolkits, infographics, videos, all of those things in their, in their area. And you can also, our search function is really nice. <laughs> um, so you can just type in, uh, um, you can type in the t- topic that you're looking for and it'll bring up, um, it'll bring up anything that we have related to that topic. Um, one of the things that we, it's kind of this hidden gem of our website is all of those articles that go out on our listserv also get added into an archive on our website and they're tagged by topic area. Um, and so if you're like, ah, oh, man, I knew I, I knew I saw an article like maybe even three years ago uh, on this topic and you're like, there's no way I'm going to find that in my inbox. You can find it on our website. Okay. That's good. So it's like, You've never missed it. Even if you signed up late, like today, for the today's daily article, like you can go back and read them. Exactly. Okay, perfect. You didn't mention, because one of my favorite parts, well, you did mention my favorite 
number one favorite thing from your website, which is the infographics, because it's literally one page stupid proof stats. Mm -hmm. Like if you ever need to provide a quick and dirty to the school teachers, Mm -hmm. you know, like, hey, this is happening to my kid and here's evidence to prove that it's happening all over the country. Mm -hmm. um, You can give them this very colorful, very nice infographic. But my number two favorite thing is your toolkits. Yes. So the toolkits are... um I feel like they're the they're the they're one of the most they're the they're like the quickest way that we get um, the the ask from the community into a um, you know quality resource. Um, so so one of the things that we we do is we really try to have our you know hand on the pulse of um, the many different American Muslim communities that that exist. And people are often coming to us and saying, look, we, our community is experiencing X, Y, Z. Um, can you help us find real resources to, to solve this problem or to at least inform uh, us? And so um, what, we've, what we've done is, is build what we, what we kind of coined the term as toolkits. And these include original FYI resources in addition to resources, articles, infographics, videos that we have found, that our team of researchers and our team of, um, of experts have found to be solid information. And so there's a, there's a really intense and extensive vetting process that goes into building these toolkits. And so we're, we, try very, you know, we try very hard to make sure that everything that goes into them is something that we would be, that we are very sure is good information from a from a clinician's you know a perspective from a mental health professional's perspective depending on the topic right and so um so our our the last toolkit that we put together was um was the marriage prep toolkit and that came out of the uh this you know constant request that we would get from from people saying like look i'm i'm a young person i'm trying to get married i can't bring your workshop to our community, help me find resources. And so we were like, we need to, we need to build something that, that is free and accessible. Um, and that has just as good as information as that, as that workshop. And so that, that marriage prep toolkit came out of that. And actually right now we are in the final stages of, um, of putting together and releasing a, um, what we are calling an uplifting black Muslim youth toolkit. And, wow. and this is really exciting for us. It's, it's an area of research that has been um, something that was it's, you know, very close to uh, our researchers' hearts. And it's finally coming, you know, coming out of the, you know, out of the reports and into a, into a real project and into a real resource that, that's going to be available for the communities. Um, we're really excited yeah. about this. My favorite on there, I'm a geriatrician by trade. So mm-hmm. um, I love the elder prep toolkit, yes. the grief um, toolkit. So these are things that you can literally pull off and it's articles. And, you know, going back to what you said, it's like these are researched resources. So they're not necessarily from Muslim resources, but they're clinical evidence-based um, thing. So you'll see links in all of FYI's resources to this um, particular article. I think the first one in, in the um, archives is like a reference to the Gottman Institute. Mm-hmm. So like highly recognized things in the parenting world and places in the in the parenting world. And for me as, you know, a working mom, I find those other toolkits really important because, you know, we kind of see how 
our parents are now aging, they're immigrant, immigrant parents with health problems and how we need to start preparing for dementia or chronic health problems. And then eventually, you know, grief and bereavement support and how that looks different for us than it did for our parents mm -hmm. who maybe were separated by an ocean from their family members who were dying. So these are just free things you can bring to even your masjid or your youth group and discuss them. And I love that you guys offer that because everything's there. Some of it is articles, some of it is video content, some of it is even more wonderful infographics that you can use. And I'm obviously a one page, just look at it once and not have to read 17 things person. But if you want to, you can read all the other stuff. And for parenting in particular, I like the bullying prevention and the digital... I think it's one about digital resources or digital parenting that you have where something that I didn't think about um, was in there about coming up with a social media contract with your kids mm -hmm. or um, electronics contract with your kids, which was not something that I had read or seen anywhere else aside from the FYI toolkit. So I thought that was really helpful for those of us who are like, how much electronics is going to make our kids stupid mm -hmm. and how much is necessary, you know, because I guess like Zeba was telling me this weekend that kids don't have textbooks anymore right. it's all just on your laptop yep. so you know where what what is appropriate and what's not exactly so. and and the other thing that i love about that toolkit and also we have a uh, parenting in the digital age lecture that we give so we can come out and give um you know this as a parenting lecture it's a really popular one especially for you know um for mosques and community centers um one of the things that i love about that one is it also not only kind of you know t helps you learn how to hold your children accountable to these like you know social media contracts but it also is it's really self-reflective and it's like well how much are you actually on the phone in front of your kids like are you oh, well, for are, sure, the modeling. You know, are you are you modeling the behavior you're you're requesting um and so and so that's that's another thing that i really love about the resources it's not just like how to how to like how to parent your children but how to also be become a self-reflective like growing person as well one of the things that I love and I use your website quite frequently is is it's for I have teenagers and right. teenagers are whole another <laughs> let's just say it's a very interesting situation and quite frankly I would love to have you back on the show just to talk a little bit about the social media aspect um, because just what I'm finding in my own kids, to be blunt with you, is this constant need to be connected to mm -hmm. this virtual world kind of makes you disconnected in the real world. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And it's hard because you can police it so much, but there's so many ways that these kids, they're so much smarter than we are, I have to be very blunt with you, that they can get around it. Mm -hmm. And they can focus on, like you can be like, well, my daughter doesn't have Instagram and I'll tell you for a fact, yes, you do, That's, she does. She just <laughs> hasn't told you yet. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and so what to do and what kinds of things that we can do to support these kids in making, um, real world connections because the reality of the situation is in this virtual world this is their new normal right this was our th this is a very different time to be parenting kids because this is their normal mm -hmm. so what are the what are what are the paradigms um that have come up as a result of this and what we can do as parents to kind of help them because a lot of these kids are anxious as you know mm -hmm. they're not necessarily feeling as connected they have everything and nothing at the same time mm -hmm. it's a very stressful time to be parenting right now if I'm going to be 100% honest about that yeah can you talk to that at all sure so so what what you're you know what what you're um 
kind of story brought to mind was was really again it's it's not about the the end game rules and um uh authority structure within you know within your family what it what it is is really kind of looking at parenting uh, of young people and, and and teens specifically through a like a positive youth development lens um and this is actually this positive youth development model is um uh, is is an evidence based model that helps you know young people reach their full potential by f- focusing specifically on six outcomes, um, and and this this model actually is going to be included in the um, the uplifting Black Muslim Youth Toolkit that's going to be coming out. So I will direct you to that, and inshallah, it's going to be coming out by the end of November. So I'll g- I'll give you you know give you that teaser. But basically, what it is is it's really building up a person. Uh, building up a young person um, really intentionally. It's not in those one-off instances of like, no, don't do this, or yes, don't do this. It's really, a, it must be a very intentional parenting process, right? And and it's not too late ever. That's another thing, you know, that's important. Um, you know, it, 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 it Alhamdulillah. you know, <laughs> what, what it is, what it, what these, so I'll talk a little bit about the six outcomes. Um, just, I'll, I'll name them so that you guys can have them. Um, but also look forward to them, inshallah, to like look into them deeper. But it's it's connection, it's confidence, it's character, it's caring, contribution, and competence, right? And so it's it's really kind of focusing on these six these six things. And connection is really the the first thing that has to happen. You need to build up a trusting relationship between you and your kids, right? You said, you know, that person said, oh, um, my daughter doesn't have Instagram, and you're like, yes, they probably do. Maybe, you know, yes, but is kind of my question. It depends on that relationship with that, with that parent and child, right? Because, because if, a, if, a, if a child says or if a teen says, mom, I don't have an Instagram and that parent believes them, that's good, right? That's a good and healthy relationship. Um, and, and so, for example, I have a friend um, who, whose daughter came home and her sister ratted her out and was like, so-and-so... Um, got Instagram at school today. So her mom, uh, you know, really quickly had to, had to, um, think hard about this. Right. And actually she told me, she's like, Sarah, I actually went to the digital parenting toolkit and was like, what do I do? Right. So she, (laughs) so she's like reading through it at night being like, okay, how do I respond to this? How do I respond to this? And, and ultimately she, she didn't, um, you know, punish her. She asked her about it. She told her, okay, I'm going to get on Instagram too. She set up her own Instagram. Um, and, uh, a few, I think like two months later, I was kind of like wanting the, you know, wanting the dirt on the family and being like, so, um, does she still have Instagram? Like what's, what's, you know, what's going on? And she's like, yeah, she got bored with it. (laughs) And she's, and she's just like, you know, she's done with it, you know? And, and, and it was, and it was great because she's like, I was going to make a big deal about it. I was going to like throw my hands up and be like, you know, in this house, like we have, you know, blah, 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 we have rules and you have to tell me these things and you shouldn't have snuck around and blah, blah, blah. But she didn't, right? She just like sat down with her, had a conversation about like how, how to use it appropriately and said, I'm also going to be on it. Um, and that, and that she, she kind of pulled together from the information from the toolkit. And that just made me so happy. It made me so, it made me feel like, yes, you know, I get up every morning and I sit down at my computer and I do this work and it's having some real, you know, real positive effects on, on people. Impact. 
and, and yeah. it's having impact on people. But I, I totally agree with you. And, you know, maybe because I am a parent of um, older kids, uh, we've had these frank conversations about it. And, you know, I've had chats with parents. Like, I just feel like in general, it's a very, very hard to, to, to literally, I, I had a, a conversation with a friend yesterday and we were literally talking about how, you know, when we were younger, and I can't put you in my same category, Sarah, um, <laughs> as Ozema and I we're, were older, we're, old, we're a little bit older, but the reality of the situation is you could have a really bad sucky day at school, but when you came home, you were kind of removed for it, from mm-hmm. it, right? Because you right. had the safe space at home. Right. That's not the way it is for no. these kids now, right? Mm-hmm. They don't get a break because they might have a friend, uh, they might have a spat with a friend and guess what? That friend is now with other friends and then they're on Instagram being like, guess where we are and you're left out, right? So mm-hmm. that constant stress background stress is always there for them and you know I have you know mashallah pretty popular very like to the outside world popular self-adjusted kids and they still deal with a lot of these things and we could have frank conversations and we do like my trust me I know way too much information about my kids sometimes I don't want to (laughs) know we can have some secrets please but the truth of the matter is I I love that they're open about their feelings right but it is hard as a parent because I'm not a professional Mm -hmm. and it's hard not to put my mommy hat and that 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 need to solve their problems versus listening to them right yeah, and you know that, that brings up. Um, we have a workshop called Communication with Teens, and it's it's very specifically a, about this, about listening, about building up this um, authoritative parenting style, um, uh, and 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 that that piece, that listening piece, that that really holding back that knee jerk reaction. Um, you know, uh, is, is not, it to doesn't be judgmental or to be upset yeah, or, really. or to reactive parent, you know, or to yeah. fix the problem, or fix their problem. Right. And so yes. and it, it's really, I mean, it's all of our, like, it's all good things that we, we come with, right. As, as mothers, as, as, as parents, it's all that those are the things that help us like let our children survive, but it's also something that we have to taper. It's also something that we have to temper. Right. And so, um, and so, and it doesn't, it doesn't just happen, right? You, you, like you said, you're, you're not a, I, I would kind of argue with you, you are a professional, like you are like a, a mom is a professional, like, you know, you, this is your professional High work. Five, Ava. <laughs> and so, and so I'm a professional for my kid, for my kids. But you know, the yes. one thing I do do, and I have to say this is before, and it's, I have one daughter, so she's the one that will talk about her feelings a lot more than my son's. Not mm-hmm. that I'm trying to do gender specific, but it just happens to be the case in it's my circumstance. Yeah. And, and now I'll like, when she starts some to tell me a story, I will literally say, do you want me to just listen? Yes. Or do you want me to help you so. with the problem? Right. 99% of the time she'll just be like, just listen. Yeah, and that's and amazing, it and it's so really great. hard. It's really hard to do that, right? Because I'm like, <gasps> because you want to help them. Your visceral response is to help them, but she is very. She's like, I just want to vent, and I just want you to listen, and please don't get involved. Like she will literally say oh, all of wow. those three things, and, those, and, the, and like to to have that very clear can like very clear communication. You know, as as they as they start to tell you the story. And to end that, that your relationship is already in that place where she can be like, mom, I just don't troubleshoot me here. 
Like just yeah, she's like you're annoying. You just listen <laughs> just to me. I'm like you're right. Oh I'm gosh, being super funny. annoying. I just need to listen to you right now. But it's it is really hard to do that, right? Because our instinct is we have all this fix experience it. and we want to fix this for you. And really, that's not helpful right. to anybody involved. And and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like it is it is a self training that that you have to do as a as a parent. It is, it is, I mean, that's why these resources are important. That's why, that's why like it's a, you know, just like, you know, every professional, every profession has something called the continuing education, right? Or professional development. Parenting is not, is no different, right? And we want FYI to be the resource for parents' professional development for like, you know, for, for, for your, for your kind of like, um, for our CE. Exactly. Right. And so but can you write the manual on parenting? Cause I, I would so, I would so get that right. <laughs> Even right now with my youngest being six, like, can I please have a manual? Because this is a very hard thing to be doing right now. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know if you've listened to our prior episodes, but on one of them, I remember telling, uh, Zeba, like there's 21, Muslim parenting books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I bought them all mm-hmm. and I've gone through like six of them and out of those six, only one is good so far. And it's <laughs> mostly about, you know, respectful parenting and authoritative parent, like parenting styles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So from a Muslim perspective, it's really helpful, but everything else out there, like, I mean, even lighting it on fire, I feel like would be a, a misuse of the matchstick, oh, you know, cause gosh. it's just not good stuff. I mean, I think, you know? and this was before is, I found out about FYI. Right. And that's why it's so important, right? I mean, when, when you, when you, like, if it's a book, right, for example, you can always, like, look back and, like, find out who wrote it. If the person is writing, yeah. if the person who's writing the book, if the person who's authoring the resource is a professional in, in that field, it's more likely going to be a good resource. What, what we find, and, and this was, like, my, like, critique, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, of the podcast, like, I, with your red pen, <laughs> you know, with my red pen, because I, I was coming and being like, who are they? Like, who do they think they are trying to be all, you know, experts in this field? But then I sat down and I was humbled very quickly um, because I was like, oh, these wow. people know this is this is solid research. Like this is this is they this is their life. This is what they dedicated their profession to. Right. Um, and 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 that that was something I just knew I needed to be involved in. And um and yes, you know, that's why I think like we, it's one thing to like write a book. A book is a solid and, um, uh, but it's tangible. It's, a, it's tangible, but it's done as soon as it's published. And you know, as well as I do that this parenting stuff it's, we need is, to be organic. It yes. is evolving as fast as everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so as soon as, you know, as soon as that digital parenting chapter is, is, is printed and it's, you know, out of the Xerox machine, it's outdated because there's a new platform, there's a new app, there's a new way kids are communicating, there's a new danger, there's a new, uh, not just danger, there's a, there's a, there's a positive way to kind of like use the digital world that we, that as parents we should build up. So, um, you know, that, that's one of the reasons why I think we, we work, uh, that's why the toolkits are so great. They're dynamic. They they're always changing. We're always adding resources. If something's outdated, we're try, you know we try to go back and like take it out. Um, you know we have an intern right now actually working on like going through all of them, and making sure the links are still working. You know, so it's it's a it's a live document. It's not something that's printed on a bookshelf mm-hmm. and becomes outdated very quickly. And we we try to you know, so it is as dynamic as parenting. Yes, we try to be. 
So of all of the resources that you have, all these projects that FYI is involved in, like what do you think has the most profound impact on Muslim American parents and their kids right now? Is there any one thing that you can think of that yeah. like you know, we should go do right now. So, like I like I was saying before, the the way we recre- we create resources by is by having a finger on the on the pulse of the communities we work in, right? And and people are always coming up to our speakers after events and conferences um, to tell us what they're struggling with, right? Parents in particular, I right? like feel very you know feel very close to the FYI and feel very like you know very much like they can shoot us an email and we and we do we listen to them. Um, uh, so a few a few years ago. This topic of, um, you know, youth suicide was one that would keep coming up. It was something that um, we became really quickly aware that there was a desperate need for specific resources. Um, it's one thing to, like, build up and, and develop, like, mental health resources. It's another thing to have something that directly, you know, directly addresses um, suicide prevention, suicide intervention. Um, so one of the ways we answered that call um, was that we eventually produced a, a series of resources w- with American Muslim communities in mind as the audience. So it's not, you know, there's a lot of suicide resources out there that are general, right? But this was very specifically focused to our to our audience. Um, and I think one of the p- most profound resources that we offer right now um, is, uh, it's, a, it's called our um, Suicide Prevention Community, or Suicide Prevention and Intervention Community Action Guide. Um, and it, it walks the reader through prevention and intervention, but it also gives um, guidance to parents and community leaders, teachers, um, you know, school teachers, um, and it separates separates it out by, you know, by, um, by type of person you are. If you're a parent, like there's a section for you on what to do in the event that there is a suicide in your community, right? And yeah. How to react to it? Yeah, and how, how to react to it? How to how to how to work with the kids around that situation? Um, and too many times, um, really, too many times, people have come, you know, come to us and told us how useful that resource was to them. Um, and you know, wow. and it's it's you know, obviously, like you know, bringing us down here, uh, you know, as a as a as a mood, but it's something that I think really has had the most profound effect. Um, to be able to to be able to say like yes, we have something for you in your time of great need, um, has been has been really um, amazing for for me personally, um, uh, you know, and then also I think for our organization. Yeah, I think that's huge because there was um, a few suicides that I remember growing up, you know, and in America it was like so taboo to talk about it. It was so hush hush, mm-hmm. and it was such a thing of shame for the family that, you know. And my parents would acknowledge, they were like, that person must have been in so much pain mm-hmm. or their life was so hard and, you know, may Allah make it easy on them. But then, you know, what you're hearing in public, right. um, in those public religious spaces is, no, you can't even pray for this person now, right. you know. Right. Right. And I feel like that has changed in America. Right. And I think that that's so important. Um, first of all, the suicide prevention right. um, information that you have, the prevent- uh, infographics and all the the stuff that you have just I'm familiar with the toolkit not the community action guide mm-hmm. um but I think it's in the toolkit yeah um but the suicide prevention stuff I think is you know very important right now just for American youth in general but specifically Muslim youth um and the fact that we can talk about it um if it does happen is like such a relief I feel like that's a weight off my shoulders I don't know if you ever experienced that Zebo growing up in our generation 
No, I agree. And the fact that we could even talk, we're, we're having frank, open conversations about mental health in general. I just feel like growing up, oh, it yeah. was so taboo just to even be mm-hmm. like, I'm depressed or I'm this, you know, mm-hmm. these are very real things. I mean, quite frankly, to be very blunt with you, I still suffer from extreme anxiety and, and dealing with that, um, as a mom and, and hoping that it doesn't rub off as my kids, the fact that I can even talk about it openly is a big deal because that was something yeah. that you couldn't really even, our talk moms about. couldn't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And now looking yeah. back in looking back with my adult mind, I can see that there were there, you know, you can now see this person had it, this person, you know what I mean? But at the time, hindsight is 2020 20. mm-hmm. is 2020 and you're not allowed to talk about it. So the fact that not only can we talk about it, um, having this podcast and you're, you're chatting about this openly, but there are online resources and toolkits and workshops. I mean, it just makes me feel so much better, um, as a mom right now that there are so many resources available to me. And I definitely have to say thank you so much. And I appreciate everything that FYI does for our community. And thank you so much, Sarah, for um, sharing that with us today. No problem. Any final thoughts, Sarah? No, I just want to thank you very much for having us on. Um, it's always, you know, it's, it's always fun to, um, I don't know, talk mom, mom shop. Um, <laughs> and also to be able to share um, with your with your listeners all of the resources that we have available to them. Our, you know, our, our hope is really to, you know, continue making really accessible resources available to like make your lives easier. And um, any, you know, any suggestions you have for resources or any, you know, if you have something you want to say to us, we would love to hear from you. Um, we'd love for you guys to follow us on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. We're also on LinkedIn. We have a YouTube channel. Um, we're, you know, uh, we're at www.thefyi.org um, and all of those different platforms. Um, you can also email me um, at uh, Sarah, S-A-R-R-A-H, at thefyi.org. Um, if you're, if you have anything in particular you would like to share. That's awesome. Cause I'm going to be using that email cause I have like six things I want FYI to do. For me. <laughs> um, but we're going to put those up in our links and, um, make sure that everybody has access to the website, your Facebook, Instagram. I follow you on Instagram and, um, the FYI. And every time a new infographic goes up, I like save it right away. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, download that, get that ready, print that out at FedEx, like, you know, have it ready for when I need it, like laminate it now for when my kids are older. Um, cause mine are like pre-adolescent and younger. Um, so you mentioned mom shop and that's what we kind of do here. So let's put your mom hat back on. Cause you've been FYI expert for the morning, which we really do appreciate because that role that you fulfill serves so many of us on so many levels. But tell us about one of your mommy wins this week. Let's see. So it is, um, I have a really big win. Actually, I have a seven and a half month old and I had, I was actually at a meeting in New York, um, earlier this week and I had to fly back midweek with my seven and a half month old alone, the two of us. Um, I had two bags and a diaper bag and a baby and, um, and we managed the entire flight without her having a meltdown. And I think that was 
That was huge. That is a huge <laughs> win. That's a huge Especially win, Mama. It's super stressful. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Especially this season, because it seems like even though, you know, the holiday season should bring out the best in people, you know, it, they get so short it's when they're traveling. It's so weird. I, you know, I go anywhere with her, and everybody's just all smiles. I'm like, oh my gosh, your baby is so cute, blah, blah, blah. And then I walk into an airport, and the moment people see me with a the baby, they're like, <laughs> oh God, I hope she's not on my flight. You know, and everybody Move my seat away from that baby. So <laughs> like so turned off and I'm like wow this is different <laughs> it is very different yeah yeah it's a whole nother level um so my second question for you is what you've done to take care of yourself this week because it sounds like you did have a tough week yeah you know it's, she's not sleeping very well um you know it's it's kind of as you know run of the mill for for parents um but something my 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 husband I would say did for me this week is he just you know, he just said, look, um, I'm going to take her in the morning. We're going to go for a walk and you're going to sleep. And he's like, I know you have a lot of work to do. I know you have a lot of other things to do, but I really want you to just take, you know, just get solid sleep. And that was huge. Um, and it, it wasn't, that is huge. You know, it wasn't extraordinary, but it was, it was very extraordinary to me at that moment. <laughs> Yeah, even a couple of hours can be so refreshing at this point. But Seriously. more power to you. And next time we ask you that question, you're going to be answering, this is what I did for myself rather than my husband had to remind me <laughs> to take care of myself, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Self-care takes a lot of time to learn. I'm still training Zabo. I know. 16 years as a parent and I'm still like what what are you talking about that what do you mean like I I can't go first for anything ever yeah, yeah. no yes. but thanks again so much Sara um you brought so much to the podcast today I'm so excited and so happy for you and your baby and your mommying journey thank you so much I really appreciate being on all right so I'll everybody Thanks again for joining Zeba and Uzma on Momming While Muslim today. Please email us your thoughts or questions and follow us on Facebook and Instagram because this podcast was designed to cater your needs. Make sure you check out the show notes to find the links and resources for this episode. And remember to help a mama out and leave a review of the show as well as to like it on your podcast app of choice because that helps us grow. Tune in next week for another episode of Momming While Muslim. Assalamu alaikum, everyone.